Hi, this is Mary Colbert. Welcome to Dr. Colbert's podcast, Divine Health. And hey, this is Dr. Colbert. Mary, I'm excited about this talk because it's something I've battled off and on for years, and it's chronic sinus infections or acute sinus infections. And so I'd kind of like to tell the people my story, and it actually started for me and when I went in solo practice back in 1987. You see, I worked all day, five days a week, and even we opened the office on Saturday morning to see patients, but I was on call every night. And so many times at first, I didn't get any calls because I just opened a practice, but then I started getting calls in the middle of the night on a regular basis. I started going without sleep. My health started going downhill, and the first thing I started doing was getting sinus infections. Now, I thought, no problem. They taught me in residency. If someone gets a sinus infection, just pull out a strong antibiotic such as Augmentin and take it for 10 days, and it'll lock most of them out. So I did that. And yes, I was able to keep working. But what happened a few years later, I developed irritable bowel syndrome. And that's where I had abdominal cramping pains, diarrhea, uh, loose stools, and I felt horrible. And I didn't put the two and two together, that the antibiotics had killed most of the good bacteria. And as a result, it had triggered the IBS. But then around 1990, I developed psoriasis, itching all over. And so, but to make a long story short, it all started with the sinus infection. And you had some aha moments about what was causing the sinus infection. Yes. Now, what I didn't know back then, if I'd known this, I could have prevented them. But I used to be a cheese lover. Yeah. Cheese is the key food. And dairy is the key food that literally creates the mucus that gets trapped, as, and it makes the mucus thick, and then the bacteria literally feed on it, and then the, it causes congestion in the nasal turbinates where the sinus cavities cannot drain adequately. It creates thick, viscous mucus that becomes a breeding ground for bacteria, and then all of a sudden you start getting yellow and green mucus, and literally you have a sinus infection. Well, that's what happened with me, and I thought, no problem, I can use antibiotics, but no, it created a greater problem. It created irritable bowel, it created psoriasis, and a whole lot of problems I had to figure out, but it all started with those sinus infections. Now, the number one food that I see that literally sets one up for sinus infections is dairy. You say, wait, I thought dairy is good for you. Dairy has a protein called casein A1. Almost all milk and all cheese, except for feta cheese, sheep and goat cheese, do not have casein A1. Casein A1 is one of the most inflammatory proteins, especially for our sinuses. It causes thick mucus to be produced. In fact, my grandbabies, they have the same issue I have, and if they eat, if they drink milk or eat cheese, they get, they say, Papa, I get thick boogers. I don't want it. And so they know naturally they quit eating cheese and dairy years ago. We actually, uh, they didn't grow up on, you know, formula, uh, the casein-based milk formula. They grew up on goat's milk because goat's milk doesn't have the casein A1. And do you know in Proverbs it actually says... Make sure you have plenty of goat's milk. Well, that's the milk in the Bible they refer to as goat's milk. They didn't have cow's milk back then. But cheese seems to be the most inflammatory protein for most sinus sufferers. And I find that most chronic sinus sufferers, literally, I ask them, what food do you crave? Because what I find, the food that people usually crave is their kryptonite. Because people don't say, hey, I crave broccoli. I crave cabbage. Mm -hmm. I crave 
strawberries or I crave blueberries or I crave olive oil. You never hear that. Uh, No, I crave ice cream. Or, you know, I crave sharp cheddar cheese. Yes. And I say, well, no wonder. Cheese pizza, absolutely. Macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. Those are sinus, literally, those foods invite sinus infections into your body by creating that thick, viscous mucus by causing those nasal turbinates to swell so that the mucus cannot, it'll be too thick, it'll not be able to be evacuated from the sinus cavities, and boom, you've got the perfect recipe for sinus infection. So, and mamas, your kids that have recurring ear, ear infections. Ear infections, my goodness, it's the dairy. It's the dairy. So for, and for That's all. That's butter, cheese, well, cream cheese. Ice cream, ice cream is a biggie. And so you're sitting here going, what am I going to feed them? There are so many now new. It's amazing well, what the food manufacturers have done. You can get calcium done. fortified, rice milk. You can get also, you can get goat's almond milk, milk. Almond milk. Yeah, but that does, they have more calcium in some of the almond milks. But ice cream. In the ice cream section There's now. coconut ice There's cream. There's coconut ice cream that tastes amazing. Right. So there is now so there's alternatives. Options, exactly. So, so that you don't sign up for science of action right. because the big thing I see with sinus is dairy. If you're not willing to lay the dairy on the altar, right. you gonna... are almost stuck by seeing ENTs and seeing doctors and getting trapped in the trap of being on multiple rounds of antibiotics. And then you have just opened Pandora's box. Like I went through irritable bowel, autoimmune disease, chronic fatigue, all those issues I went through. We can avoid it by changing the diet. The other thing critically important Remember that water is one of the most important things you can do. In fact, when I wrote the book, The Seven Pillars of Health, one of the key seven pillars is water. Water helps to thin those mucus secretions that help to cleanse the sinus cavities out. You need to drink at least a quart of good, healthy water. And again, there's alkaline waters you can use. There's Fiji waters. There's uh, many different waters, even Avian. Now, and let me, a word of caution, reverse osmosis, distilled water is real acidic. If you're going to drink those, you need to get some alkaline drops to put in there or some minerals in order to alkalinize, bring the pH up, or else it can sometimes create too much acidity in the body. Okay, so again, water is important. The other thing that really helps chronic sinus infections is steam. And you can get a vaporizer, you can get a humidifier, and that steam helps to loosen up and moisten the nasal secretion so that they can be expelled from the sinuses. We've got to, again, we've got to loosen those secretions so they can come out. Another really good little nasal cleanser is called the Navage. It's N-A-V-A-G-E. It's a machine you get at Walgreens. And again, when I had sinus infections on a regular basis and I was still eating some cheese, now you can still, you can eat feta cheese. It's it's amazing. That's 70% sheep, 30% goat or sheep cheese or goat cheese. It generally won't affect the sinuses unless you have a sinus infection. You got to lay it on the altar for a period. But what happens is this Navage is a nasal irrigator. It's a little electric machine, and it flushes out. Cost about $100 at Walgreens. Right. It's like a neti pot, but the, th- the machine, uh, you put water in it, it takes a minute. You stand erect. You don't lean over. You stand erect. 
And you put these little salt and bicarb packages in there, and it literally flushes out your sinuses. And we're on a plane so much, Don. You do this on a a regular basis. Right. Because on commercial flights, you're exposed to so many people and stuff. So Right. So what what I do now, again, I'll put many times a little silver biotic, a tablespoon or two in the water with my salt packet. And it, it takes a minute and amazing how it feels. And then another little caveat that you can use is the betadine nasal defense nose spray and you can get this online it's got betadine which is iodine or povidine and it kills all viruses including covid it kills flu viruses and it kills bacteria that cause sinus infections so before i go in the gym i'll usually spray one spray in each nostril and then when i come out i may do it again maybe sometimes i don't because if i'm in there short term i don't need to but it literally will kill every virus the beta nose spray works great now you say i can't find it well there's another one called cofix c o f i x r x you can get it online they sell it at my pharmacy pharmacy specialist in maitland pharmacy if you can't find it but uh, it's the same thing. It's got the iodine in it, and it works great. One spray each nostril, usually one or two times a day. Uh, now, and that will kill any virus, any bacteria, including COVID. The other thing you say, well, I can't find it. You can make your own. You can go get betadine wound care, and you put a teaspoon of that in three ounces of water, uh, distilled water, and you can just keep it in the fridge and get your own little nose spray bottle and put it in there, and it just, it'll do the same thing. It's that simple. It's dirt cheap, okay? So anyone can do it, but that iodine is absolutely amazing at killing bacteria. Now, ex- let me just explain about this one oil that has been used by NASA for many years. It's called Poneris, P-O-N-A-R-I-S, nasal emollient. And it has been used in NASA in their medical space kit since 1931, I don't, I don't think they use it anymore, but th- this formula contains the oils of pine, eucalyptus, peppermint, kajaput, and cottonseed. And what this does is it just really opens up those nasal patches. It's all, uh, it's, it's all safe oils. And it's amazing how those nasal passages can drain. And then if you use your either steam inhaler or, you know, you can just use a humidifier. A lot of people will have a steam inhalation pot. They'll boil some water and they'll put some herbs in it. And the herbs are usually, you know, those same types of herbs. Can you, like, boil it on a stove and then the yeah, steam yeah, come uh, over yeah, and yeah, breathe you, it in? Yeah, you get a pot of water, you boil it, then you pour the water into a, a you know, a bowl. And then you put these herbs in. Uh, you put a drop of thyme, of rosemary, eucalyptus. Those are really good. At, and peppermint, essential oil. Okay, is this a prevention or is this like after you get a sinus infection, do this and it helps? Which is it? Well, if you get a sinus infection, these herbs will help open up your sinus passage. Okay. And some people say, I can't find Ponera. So you can get like essential oils from the health food store. You get eucalyptus, get rosemary, get peppermint, and get clove and put a drop and four ounces uh, or four cups of boiling water. I think that is so cool that, you, you know, oils, that yeah. even NASA was using oils. Yeah, they were natural using that since 1931. It's a natural means. And whenever you can use natural means to heal the body, that is the best. But these four oils are amazing. You can get them in any health food store, eucalyptus, rosemary, peppermint, clove. Some people include thyme. But 
Or you can just get the Poneras nasal emollient. You just put one to two drops in each nostril. You can lean your head off the bed and drop them in there. And it just opens up those sinus passages. And then use steam. You can use just regular steam, uh, but take the boiling water off the stove. Some people use the pot of water, put the essential oils in the pot, and then put a towel over their head and inhale it deeply for two minutes. But don't get it right on the pot. Get about a, a foot away. And that will loosen those secretions so that they'll come out. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I tell people, use that navage. The navage will irrigate it out. You can use it once or twice a day. Some people use it more often. But you got to use distilled water with the navage. Don't That's use important. tap water. Yeah. Because, uh, and I also will heat my water in the microwave for about maybe 10 to you 20 seconds. You want to make seconds. sure any bacteria in the water has been killed. Right. Because now, it can go up into the brain. Exactly. Well, what happens, people who have used tap water have gotten a rare parasite in the brain called neglaria. Right. So we want to use distilled water. Or if you're going to use tap water, I'll sometimes use my bottled water, but I'll boil it for a few minutes first. Let it cool down and then use it if I don't have distilled water. I've had to do that before. But uh, let's talk about supplements that help the sinuses. Mary, did you know there's supplements that help the sinuses? I know. I, well, I use them. <laughs> you use them. Well, let me tell you first, there's a supplement program we recommend for most patients who have, uh, first of all, to keep their immune system strong and also to keep the sinuses draining properly. And so the number one supplement I find is quercetin. And, you know, quercetin is a bioflavonoid that's in apples and onions. But that's one reason why the doctors have said for years an apple a day keeps the doctor away because apples are high in quercetin. Now, quercetin is unique for sinuses and allergies because what it does, it dampens the inflammatory response in the sinus cavities. And there's done studies on it, and quercetin administered diminishes the exudate and degree of inflammation in the nasal and sinus areas parallel with a decrease in this inflammatory mediator called tumor necrosis factor alpha. It reduces the tumor necrosis factor alpha by about 40% reduction after just, you know, taking quercetin, which is pretty amazing. Now, we have a product called Healthy Sinus, and this is what I personally take. I take two in the morning, two in the evening. And it helps tremendously at keeping my neck, helps allergies, supports healthy sinuses. So that's a product that people can use to help them. Other supplements. And you can go to drcolbert.com, our website, and order it and get it. So I encourage you to do that because anybody who, whenever you get any products from our website, what you're doing is you're partnering with us in Divine Health to do what we do to be able to do these podcasts and to travel and minister and speak and do the things that we are doing to bring this information to you. So please help support us by just going to our website and choosing our products. We really appreciate our partners in that. Absolutely. Now, other supplements that help is vitamin D. Vitamin D3 is the most important supplement, bar none, for anything you can take. And I check a vitamin D3 level on every patient, and I try to get that level optimized to a level of 55 to 80. Now, I'm seeing so many patients coming in now, and their level, like one lady yesterday, it was 130. Another person last week, it was 200. And so, again, we don't want to get it too high. We want to get it in that sweet spot, which is 55 to 80. Now, if it's less than 100, it's okay. If it's over 100, you can increase your risk for kidney stones and some 
may possibly atrial fibrillation. So we want to keep that in the range. But vitamin D3, most people are low. But now, because mm-hmm. of COVID, people are taking mega doses. So you want to be in the, be careful. In the, in the good, therapeutic range, okay? That's good advice. So vitamin D3 is critical for helping the immune system and helping prevent sinus infections. And the key nutrients for sinuses are vitamin C and quercetin and N-acetylcysteine or glutathione. Well, it just so happens healthy sinus contains those ingredients, which, again, supports healthy sinuses, and it helps allergies, too. You know what's amazing to me, Don, is how many people this is an issue. I, I, it's amazing. I was on the phone yesterday with American Airlines Reservation mm-hmm. uh, making our flight. I forget where we're going. And I was on the phone talking to him, and then all of a sudden he stopped and he goes, Donald Colbert? is this the same Donald Colbert that writes books? And I go, yes, sir. And he said, "Ah, I've got three of his books. I love what this man does. He's great. He's amazing. And went on and on and on. And he goes, I'm in pretty good health. The only problem I battled with is constant sinus congestion. And so (laughs) I sat there and I said, well, I know you're not going to want to hear what I have to say, but I can tell you, I bet you're a cheese lover. <laughs> That's right. And he goes, yeah, I am. I eat it every day. You can call Mary Doctor it's Scary Mary. Scary Mary. <laughs> I eat it every day. I love my cheese. And I'm like, oh, boy. You're eating your kryptonite. Uh, yeah. I said, <laughs> right. mm, I just want you to know the very thing you crave many times is the thing that's a thorn in your flesh. And it goes, could be ice cream, too. It now. could be ice cream, too. But it just so happens cheese is number one, especially pizza, and I can just hear the people on the. I can hear people listening to this podcast. Dr. Colbert sure knows how to kill my craving. Take away all my joy. Just no more Take ice cream. Take more. There goes my joy. No, I'm just saying shift over. If you're an ice cream lover, try the coconut ice cream. So delicious is the name of it. And you can get it. Now, again, get the low sugar kind. If you're going to do it, get, at least get the low sugar kind. But Mary, or you can keep eating it and be miserable. Yeah, and just keep seeing doctors and just keep having sinus infections, taking antibiotics. And then believe me, folks, you don't want irritable bowel. You don't want to be running to the bathroom. You don't want autoimmune disease. You don't want to decimate your gut and have to sign up for chronic fatigue and all these other problems. So just lay the cheese on the altar. I'm not saying forever. I'm saying for a season. Especially since there's alternatives. It's and then start good. trying yeah. feta. I have switched over to feta. I don't eat cheese. Yeah, you can do pizza with feta cheese. Now, let me t- let me tell you the other story. Once, once I overcame sinus infection, I started adding, you know, Caesar salads back to my diet. And then you, uh, my wife would say, Don, you're snoring at night. You snore so Bad. loud, you're keeping me up. And then you say, you're stopping breathing. So I said, oh, my goodness, that could affect my memory. Just from the Caesar salad, just, the just Parmesan. from the Parmesan yeah. cheese. And I used to yeah. love those Parmesan cheese crisps. But let me I tell you know. something. My nose would get so clogged. I, I could not breathe. And then I found out, I said, this is horrible. My flesh craves it. So I started eating Greek salads. And let me tell you, that, let me tell you real quick, if I can, this domino effect, you eat your cheese, you're snoring, yeah. You're cutting off the oxygen to your brain. Well, and mine now, was coming from my nose. You're not, not, that's my, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's from. And you're you're gasping for air in the middle of the night. Nobody can hear you that you're mm-hmm. gasping. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I mean, if, especially if your partner's asleep. They can't hear you, you know. So what it does is this domino, I want people to get a picture right. of this, that's a good, visual man. picture. Good. Because good. now you're you're snoring. 
during the night and you're cutting off oxygen to your brain, guess what's happening? Now you start to suffer from short-term memory loss. That's right. You start forgetting things. And you get real tired. And you're tired. All the time. And you're like, what's wrong with me? Why am I? You just think, oh, I just need an afternoon nap. No, you need to get rid of the cheese, open your nasal passages up, and stop that nasal congestion. It's the root cause of your problem. Now, let's talk about... Didn't we just make your day? Well, again, (laughs) I'm telling people, I switched over to Greek salads that have crumbled up feta cheese on there, olive oil, apple cider vinegar on there, along with lots of veggies, tons of veggies. And I'm telling you, I love it. It, I don't crave any cheese. That totally satisfies me, and it does not affect my sinuses because it doesn't have the casein A1. Realize the most inflammatory foods we eat for most everyone are two key foods. Gluten from wheat and, and dairy or the casein A1 from mainly cheese and milk and ice cream and even butter. It has casein A1, but ghee doesn't. G-H-E-E, it's clarified butter. Okay, but too much of it is not good for you either. So let's talk about a condition I'm seeing more and more of, and it's called mold, mold illness. Many people have either allergies to mold or they have chronic mold illness called chronic inflammatory response syndrome, or SIRS, and these people tend to get a sinus infection caused by a bacteria called Marcons, Marcons, M-A-R-C-O-N-S. That stands for multiple antibiotic-resistant coagulase-negative staph aureus. I know it's a mouthful. It's an antibiotic that's a, it's an antibiotic-resistant staph bacteria that resides deep in the sinus cavities, and this bacteria produces this biofilm, and it shelters and protects the bacteria from antibiotics. So literally, these people can't get rid of the infection, and it comes from water-damaged buildings or mold-infested mm. buildings or a sick building. Mm-hmm. And here's how you know. Now, we can run a test, we, and I run tests on patients who have these chronic sinus infections, and it's not dairy, and we actually culture them for Marcons with a, a culture in their nose, and we can tell if they have it. But if they have it, we have to use special nose sprays, and we have to get rid of the mold, and they have to have mold remediation in their home, removing the water-damaged material. And then we have to use this Air Oasis air purifier. And uh, there's simple tests we can do, blood tests, to determine if they have mold. We can do a um, uh, MSH level, uh, melanocyte stimulating hormone level. If it's low, it's usually a sign of mold. Or you can do a transforming growth factor beta 1. Or you can do a, a C4A level. And if those are high, that's a sign you've got mold illness. And you can take this information to your doctor because i yes. got to tell you, a lot of ENT doctors do not even know what we have shared already exactly. on this podcast. So you can go to some doctors and go... They've never heard of this. Of what he's saying. Your ENTs won't know about this. This is crazy, but it's true because not all doctors know the same thing, folks. So you're just going to have to get the information, write it down, and right. Then but take what it I'm saying is, if you do have Marcons, we treat it with this spray, nose spray called Beg Spray, and Beg not Bed Beg, like I'm begging for it. Okay. B E G and Beg stands for actually Bactroban, which is an um, a topical antibiotic with genomycin, and it has the chelator EDTA. So it has Bactroban, EDTA, and genomycin. And we'll many times use an agent that adheres to the mucosa called Mucolox. So it really helps tremendously with mold 
uh, well, with this Marcon's due to mainly mold. It's from mold illness, from water-damaged buildings. For more information, you can go to uh, Dr. Richie Shoemaker's book, Surviving Mold, because we are seeing more and more of this with people with chronic sinus infections. There's also a product that's all natural, and it is called Citri Drops, C-I-T-R-I Drops, and uh, C-I-T-R-I drops nasal spray. It's a homeopathic treatment that contains uh, homeopathics uh, that help prevent mold as well as bacterial infections. You can get it over the counter. But it also contains a xylitol that is really good for the nasal passages, and it helps prevent the bacteria from adhering to the nasal passages. So that's a simple remedy. It's over the counter that you can get online. Another is simply silver biotic uh, sinus spray, or you can make your own. You can, pour, you can pour silver biotic liquid in a nose spray bottle and squirt it in your nose, two sprays each nostril twice a day. Or you can get Argentine, uh, which is another form of silver, but not colloidal silver. That is not really good for you. Uh, I like either the silver biotic or the Argentine, which is nanonized silver, which helps. It kills fungus, bacteria, and viruses. Amazing. This is a lot of information, so you need to replay this and listen again because, sure enough, people will hear. He said chloral silver is okay. You know no, not said? colloidal silver. I know, no. Don. It's amazing how people skip. Their brains skip. He is saying, do not use colloidal silver. Colloidal. Okay, okay, but anyway, it all starts, again, if you were to see me, this is what I would do. But if you had severe sinus infections, I have a special laser called an EVRL. And I'll never forget this lady with a severe sinus infection last year that came to see me. had been to all these ENT docs. And so I put her on this same program. I, of course, she loved cheese. She was a cheese lover. I said, if you don't lay the cheese on the altar, you're going to be dealing with this for the rest of your life. She finally said, okay, I'll lay it on the altar. And then again, she started drinking water. She started taking our sinus formula with all the quercetin, the vitamin C, the cysteine, which helped as well as she increased her water intake. That's amazing, water. Water is important as a flusher. Yeah, Absolutely. And then, Mary, I put on the bag spray because she had had it so long. I wanted to kill those bacteria. It sounds like you're saying bug spray. Not bug spray, bags, <laughs> B-E-G. Like. And you get it from a compounding yeah. pharmacy, and your doctor can write it out. You just got to tell them about it. Or I told her she could use Silver Biotic, which you can get at any health food store or online, and just pour it in a nose spray bottle. That also works beautifully. Okay. Now, what about people who get these things up in the polyps polyps, polyps. Yeah. now if you have nasal polyps this is you most you most likely have vasomotor rhinitis when you have vasomotor rhinitis a form of uh, rhinitis or inflammation in your nasal passages your body is prone to form in these polyps they're little sacs of mucus filled sacs and if you do have that you need to get either nasal court nose spray over the counter or flonase nose spray and just get in the habit of using it two sprays each nostril once a day, and it'll shrink those down. If they don't go away, an ENT doctor will snip those off. And because so surgery would those, be those will cause sinus infections. Very good point. But again, another really simple remedy is just get that Poneris oil for your sinuses from the pine oil and eucalyptus oil, and that just putting a, one or two drops in each nostril along with using your Navage those are simple ways to clear your nasal passages out 
And also, remember Betadine nasal defense nose spray. It's inexpensive. You can get it online or Cofix, C-O-F-I-X-R-X. And these will kill most any bacteria, any virus, any fungus. A lot of these chronic sinus infections actually come from fungus and not bacteria. And so that's why we many times have to use these other types of nose sprays, uh, such as the, you know, the Xylitol or X-Clear is one. Or they can use this, uh, you know, the bug spray, which I love, not bug spray, Mary. And, uh, again, those are wonderful things in silver biotic. Oh, and citra drops. Let me, I uh, forgot that. Citra drops. That's a good nose spray, homeopathic. Oh, citra. Where do you get it? Citra drops. You get that online. It's called citra drops nasal spray. It's a homeopathic, and it works C-I-T-R-I, but it really helps, especially for mold. And it's all, it's a natural type of nasal spray, especially for mold and fungus. Well, like I said, there's a lot of information on this podcast, so you may have to play it over and over again to get all the information. But one thing I think we would be amiss if we didn't cover. My sister, who was my closest sibling, I lost her two years ago, and I lost her to a sinus cancer. And what happened is she lost the ability to smell and she lost the ability to taste. And I know that in this COVID environment that we're in and people lose that ability to smell and taste, that this could become a hidden enemy that people would completely miss. That's right. So if you've had COVID and your smell and your taste does not come back, it should it should come Now, back. let me tell you how we've helped. I've okay. seen this a lot. This is important now, to cover. Now, I have used, number one, they need zinc. And they need about 30 milligrams of, like, zinc citrate a day. Not zinc and copper, just zinc, number one. Number two, we have a supplement called Celgevity. You can get it online, C-E-L-L-G-E-V-I-T-Y. You take two twice a day. It boosts glutathione. That helps. If it's not coming back... You need to have usually a glutathione IV. We do that in office all the time and do it once a week, typically. It brings your sense of taste and smell back. If those do not work, you have usually become sensitized to sulfur. We find that COVID literally causes people to react to sulfur foods and sulfur supplements such as glutathione or N-acetylcysteine. I, ha- I know how to reset sulfur, desense people to sulfur, which sulfur is a mineral. And so that's why we see so many people who've had COVID but lose hair. They get COVID alopecia. And once I reset their sulfur, their hair usually starts to grow thick again, especially with our collagen. We have a podcast on this on alopecia. Okay. But for taste and smell, mm-hmm. real important. You've got to have the zinc, and you need either Celgevity or N-acetylcysteine. Now, if the taste and if the smell doesn't come back, a common symptom of chronic sinus infection is loss of smell. But if that smell doesn't come back, it's sometimes a sign something else is going on, and you should get probably a CT scan or MRI of your sinuses because my sister-in-law, even though she was young, in her 50s, developed a, a cancer of her sinus cavity, which is a very rare cancer. Right. But again... And they missed it. Because and they missed it totally. They just kept telling her, oh, you, this is from a bad sinus infection that you just have not recovered from, but it'll come back, it'll come back. But she went for and, years not being able to smell. Well, not years. It was about a year and a half. Okay. She went for about a year and a half not, not coming back. And 
went to multiple ENTs, and you kept telling her, Pam, I really think you need to get a CT scan. Oh, Don, I've been to ENT doctors. They know what they're doing. And it was kind of frustrating to me, but uh, she was a nurse, and that's how it works. But anyways, hers got to the point that it went into her brain. And right. I know. It the was rest a, is history. I know. It's bad. We lost her, and again, she was a wonderful lady. But let me just finish my story with the lady that came in last year with sinus mm-hmm. infection. And again, we did these things, and I put the laser. I have a special EVR laser. I put it over her sinuses. She came in. That laser is powerful. Amazing for chronic sinus. We put yeah. it on the uh, the infection settings, and it, if she had it in her maxillary sinuses, we would we would laser it for about ten minutes a day or every other day, uh, usually three times a week. And it was amazing. Within two weeks, she couldn't believe it. Sinuses were amazingly improved. But again, the big thing that really cleared it was when she gave up the cheese. The cheese was the major Mm -hmm. offender. And again, also the ice cream. The dairy was the key. Right. And so there is so many answers to um, sinus issues and causes and stuff. So I just pray that this will help those that are battling it and you'll find the answer that, you know, cause I'm going to tell you something, God has an answer for every single disease. And many times it's going to take you to, you know, do your own research, do your own searching. Now, Don, in the podcast, you mentioned, and I think it's important cause I heard the Holy Spirit say this, you talked about desensing and um, someone who's developed sensitivity to sulfur And that could be associated with their loss of taste and smell. So I know we're going to get the phone calls. Explain what that means so people can find someone in their area who may do that. And again, with desensing, and for 25 years, I've been referring people to people who know how to do N-A-E-T. It's a form of desensitization using acupressure points. It's a little strange, but it works amazingly. I've been doing it. Pressure, not acupuncture. Not acupuncture. No needles needed. And I've I've studied under Dr. Devi Nambudrapad back in 1995, and I've used that technique. I've since then used an abbreviated technique that works amazing. But if to find someone, everyone can't come see me. I'm booked up four months in advance. And again, they can see my nurse practitioner because she can do this. And But in AET, you can find a practitioner in your area. Try and find a Christian. There's some strange people that do this or New Agers. Try and find a Christian. But it's amazing how it resets sulfur and uh, most anything else is causing problems, especially if you've had COVID. We find that sulfur generally goes out. So in AET, most everyone can find a practitioner in their area. Okay. Great. Thank you. Don, I, this was amazing. I think this was very informative. Again, this is something I see every, every almost every day. Every day. And especially during the uh, cold and flu season, mm-hmm. and that's where we're at right now. These are simple things you can do that will clear, I would say, 95% of sinus infections. Sometimes we have to take it a step further. We have to use some bags, not bug spray or laser. <laughs> but usually these are things that we can clear up. And if it's not clearing up, you need to see an ENT. You need to see if you have nasal polyps and make sure you don't have anything going on with the sinuses, especially if you've lost your sense of smell. 
And I'm going to just tell you, for those that are listening, going, yeah, but what if you have allergies and that's associated? You need to hear our allergy podcast because yeah, we easy. cover the, all of about allergies. Allergies are so easy. Yeah, allergies are easy, but we do have a podcast on allergies. So find it and listen to it. God bless you and thank you for listening. We appreciate our partners who partner with us and prayer for us. I mean, there's a lot of things that we want to do for the kingdom. And what is it, Don? Oh, I just tell them Healthy Sinus is healthy a way sinus. they can be a partner with that's us. That's right. That's right. It that's is. It's our product that helps your sinuses. DrColbert.com. Go to the website. Thank God you. And be you. sure and share this with people that you know it would benefit. Bless. <laughs>